0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Top of the world. On January 1st, 2023, the Singapore women's chukball team made history by overtaking powerhouses Chinese Taipei to become world number one for the first time. The indoor team sport is very much under the radar in these parts, but the Singapore ladies have helped to propel chukball into the spotlight with the latest milestone. Hi, I'm ST Sports reporter Deepan Raj Ganesan and on this episode of ST Sports Talk, I am joined by Chukball Association of Singapore President Delain Lim and the women's team captain Irene Tan. They join me to talk about the sport, what it feels like being number one and what lies ahead for Singapore Chukball. Hi Delaine, hi Irene. First and foremost, congratulations, world number one. Not many get to say that. Uh, Dylan, let's start off with the story of how you and the team actually found out.
1: Thank you for inviting us. I think when we received this information, initially we were not very sure because uh, we always think that Chinese Taipei is always top. We all thought that there was a technical error, so we went in to call in to check to make sure that what is being shown on the website, it is Singapore women's team being on the top. So when we have confirmed that, when we start to blast it out to the group chat, I think everyone was in shock. I think we were thinking, is this true or not? And we have confirmed that uh, the women team in Singapore is uh, ranked number one in the world.
0: Personally, for you, how did it feel? I mean, to see that you know Singapore were number one, uh, and you are right there looking at it. How did it even feel?
1: Well, initially I was shocked, and then later on I scream in the office and say. We have won, or we are ranked number one in Singapore. And and this is something that I think that it is like a dream come true. We all know that Chinese Taipei has always been dominating in the courts for at least the last 20 years. In fact, they have been first in the world for... Almost 20 years. And the fact that uh, Singapore has taken the place, I just want our team to know that, you know, we have made the impossible possible.
0: Yep, Irene, for you, you know, to even call yourself number one, you know, not many Singaporean sports or athletes get to say that. And and here you are, you know, you are being crowned as a number one in a sport. How does it feel like for you?
2: I think for myself and the team, it feels amazing to be crowned as number one. Uh, As you mentioned, it's not easy and uh, not many Singaporeans get to uh, be crowned number one. So I think that the team feels that with all the trainings and the hard work, it has finally paid off.
0: Fantastic. Uh, You know, the reality is that there's nothing like reaching the top, you know, when it comes to exposing a sport. Since the news broke, Dylan, I'm sure your phone has been ringing several times. I myself have seen several articles explaining what chukball is uh, in the last couple of weeks. And for the benefit of our listeners, chukball is a non-contact indoor team sport that takes inspiration from sports like handball, volleyball and squash. Two teams consisting of seven players each compete for points by rebounding a ball off a frame, also known as a rebounder. And games last for three periods of 15 minutes. For those wondering, of course, the men's team is third in the world. Irene, it's been a long fight to get to where you guys are. Uh, When did you start playing chukball? How did it begin for you?
2: Um, I started chukball in uh, 2009 when I was in poly. It was actually introduced to me by a friend of mine. Having to play ball sports in secondary schools, I think uh, it was a good chance for me to get to know a new sport. And it was quite interesting because I uh, never heard of a non-contact competitive sport. So I actually went in to try out and grown to like this sport.
0: What was the difficulties initially for you?
2: I think the difficulty was really understanding the game uh, because football revolves around trees and uh, it requires a little bit of coordination work along the way.
0: And for you, Delain, you know, I understand that this sport is played by quite a number of people at the school level. How popular is the sport here and of course globally? I think when we have a look at locally most of the
1: in fact all the higher institutions the universities they are actually playing it because we organise uh, polite competition as well as inter-club competition. At, at the secondary school at the primary school level we, we do have a healthy participation even though the numbers are currently dropping. I think due to the fact that currently our sports is not part of the national school games so one of the priority that we have is to lobby the chookball game to be part of the national school game. So in terms of globally, I think we have close to about 60 over countries that are members with the International Federation. And in Southeast Asia, I think we have about five to six countries, including Singapore, that actively play chookball in their country. So that's one reason why we're also looking at hosting the Southeast Asia Chookball Championship this year, immediately after the World Youth Championship.
0: Irene, uh, you know, I talked about it a bit earlier on about, you know, a, a win like that, getting to the summit of the, the sport gets a lot of people interested. Have you fielded a lot of calls and messages in the last few weeks asking you stuff about ball?
2: Yes, I have actually received a lot of uh, congratulatory messages from friends, families, as well as colleagues. So I think with this publicity coming up, it actually does help us to gain more awareness for people who doesn't know about this sport. And also, it's a win for the community that has uh, worked so hard throughout the years.
1: In fact, this morning, one of a 70-year-old lady asked me, what is chukbo? Because I was wearing a chukbo shirt and I had to show her a video how a chukbo is being played. And then she was saying that I read about chukbo. And then she said Say that if anything that you need, just let us know. We will come and support. So I think that is really a good encouragement from the community level.
2: Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode.
0: And now back to my conversation with the Chukball Association of Singapore President Delaine Lim and the women's team captain, Irene Tan. I want to ask you, you know, Irene, we look at a lot of the more famous sports in, in Singapore like football, badminton, table tennis, and we know how well supported they can be. Talk to me about how a sport like football, when, when we talk about the fact that it doesn't have a, a NSA, it's not a, it's not part of an organisation that's recognised in, in that sense. How is it like for you? Because I've read about it. I know that, for example, you know, uh, the coaches are volunteers. I understand uh, you pay for equipment by yourself uh, with the team support. Yeah, How is it like for you, the struggles of being in that situation?
2: I think it's a sport that is not supported by NSA. Uh, Of course, we have a lot of challenges and hurdles that we have to overcome along the way. But uh, because of uh, sponsors, individuals who come in and support us, as well as association support, we are able to make do with what we have and make the best out of it. Now, of course, it's not an easy fight for us, but we try to do our best. And as players, we focus on our trainings and leave the rest of the associations to help us with whatever sponsorships or fundings that we require.
0: Does the fact that not getting uh, the funding, which means you guys as a team have to chip in and all, does it also mean that the team becomes more united in that sense for you?
2: Yes, uh, we are actually more united in a way. Uh, we help each other out and also learn on helping in whatever we
0: need. Alright, Dylan, momentum is definitely with you guys at the moment. What can we expect from the Singapore Chukbol fraternity going forward? I think
1: even with or without the win, I think the team is working hard in every championship that they participated. They are there to win. So what we hope to achieve uh, as an association is to create more awareness for the sports. At the same time... uh, I was just telling my council member that we are, the, we are a victim of our own success mm-hmm. right now. In order to maintain this performance, the current mode of operation is no longer sustainable. And therefore, we had to look at ways to sustain the performance by creatively looking at options of how we want to fund the association as well as to help our players.
0: And, and at the moment, um, the Singapore team, both the women's and the men's, you know, how large a group are we looking at in terms of who is representing the national team?
1: Well, if you we look at the national team, each time when we send, we, we usually send um, a, a team of 12 players. So 12 female athletes and 12 male athletes. Uh, not not forgetting, we also have our centre of excellence, which are the players that, that, that are considered a national youth team.
0: All right. And and when we look at a sport, uh, one of the ways it gains recognition, at least regionally, is through the SEA the Games, of course. Any plans in terms of chukball to be at the SEA Games in the years to come?
1: So I I was recently uh, appointed as the President of the Southeast Asia Chukpor Federation at the same time as the Vice President for Asia-Pacific Chukpor Federation. And, and part of the plan is really to help our countries to level up and and to help them to convince and lobby Chukpor as one of the sports that can be featured in both sea games as well as any continental games. So f- for a start, the immediate priority that we have is first, uh, locally we want to Lobby uh, football ball in the national school games, and then we look at lobbying or helping Malaysia, who will be the host in 2027, to at least put in as a demonstration sport so that when Singapore hosts the 2029 Sea Games, we hope that it will be a meta sport.
0: Well, wow, that's uh, definitely something to look forward to, and I hope that that does happen. Uh, Irene, for you, uh, what kind of support would you hope for in the years to come? And more importantly, when can Singaporeans catch a glimpse of your team?
2: Okay, so for Singaporeans who are interested to find out more about our sport, uh, we are actually hosting the World Youth Football Championship sometime in July and also expecting to host the Southeast Asia Football Championship. So uh, do watch out for the news on the venue that you can come down to support the youth as well as to get more understanding about the team.
0: And the games. And finally, as a player, what kind of support do you hope for?
2: As a player, of course, I would hope that uh, more sponsors and fundings, uh, as well as venue locations, would be provided to us. Uh, because at the moment, uh, I think these are the few challenges that we have uh, and face throughout the years. And it's also not easy for players uh, who are students or full time employees, you know, to juggle between the time of training and also their own commitments. Yeah, so really do hope that you know, we could get some of these funding sponsorships along the way.
0: Uh, Dylan, finally for you, when you look back at the last few weeks, uh, does it give you confidence, not just from a Singaporean perspective, but as someone who champions Chukbol, to see that the sport will grow and will reach the aims that you hope to have uh, in the coming years ahead? I think we all started with a dream
1: and we we start with a goal. and, And certainly, we are quite sure that we are closer to the goal. But in order to reach the ultimate destination... I think we, we do need a lot of uh, support. It is not easy, especially like how you rightly put it, we we, we are considered a national federation with no funding, but we trust that uh, whoever they trust in our goal, whoever they believe in our our mission and our direction will come on board. And it is the ecosystem that we want to build. It is not just about the funding that we're looking at. It's really about promoting the sports and letting people understand how the sport is being played at the same time at a high performance level is to provide opportunity for our young to be able to compete for Singapore and what is really good is when you compete on your home ground you have Singaporeans coming in to cheer for you I think that is what the team looks forward to
0: Uh, and with that perfect way Dylan and Irene thank you for coming on the show here's hoping for more success and recognition for Singapore ball in the years ahead thank you
1: so much
2: thank you